Resistance has no strength of its own. Every ounce of juice it possesses comes from us. We feed it with power by our fear of it. Master that fear and we conquer resistance. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing the war of art. Break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. The author of the book is Stephen Pressfield, and this book is published in 2002. I want to share a number of my favorite insights from this book, starting with characteristics of resistance, resistance and fear, going pro, patience is a virtue, failure is not personal, the mystery, the master fear, and the life of an artist. So let's kick it off with the introduction. Quote, Stephen Pressfield wrote The War of Art for me. He undoubtedly wrote it for you too, but I know he did it expressly for me because I hold the Olympic records for procrastination. I can procrastinate thinking about my procrastination problem. So Pressfield, that devil, asked me to write this forward against a deadline, knowing that no matter how much I stalled, eventually I'd have to knuckle down and do the work. To begin book one, Pressfield labels the enemy of creativity resistance, his all-encompassing term for what Freud called the death wish, that destructive force inside human nature that rises whenever we consider a tough, long-term course of action that might do for us or others something that's actually good. In the second book, Pressfield lays out the day-by-day, step-by-step campaign of the professional preparation, order, patience, endurance, acting in the face of fear and failure, no excuses. Book three, The Higher Realm, looks at inspiration, that sublime result that blossoms in the furrows of the professional who straps on the harness and plows the fields of his or her art, end quote. I captured this introduction from the foreword written by Robert McKee as it brilliantly captures the essence of this book. He wrote this book in 2002, and I already featured his more recent publication, Turning Pro, which he released in 2012. This book is a must-read for anyone that is a creative person. But don't think you need to be a writer to get value from this book. Creativity is a prerequisite to going after your dreams, so I believe this book is for anyone in constant pursuit of a better life. Quote, Most of us have lived two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. End quote. I am honored to share a handful of my favorite insights from this book, and let's start by focusing on resistance. Insight number one, characteristics of resistance. Quote, resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work in potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. Resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It will perjure, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance has no conscience. The more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we feel toward pursuing it. 
Resistance has no strength of its own. Every ounce of juice it possesses comes from us. We feed it with power by our fear of it. Master that fear and we conquer resistance. End quote. Have you ever had that feeling that you are here to do something great with your life? Do you feel like you have a great book inside you? Maybe you feel the desire to start a new business or grow into the type of person that will impact the world with their wisdom. Pressfield has captured that evil force that makes you swallow your urge to pursue your dreams. It is that irritating voice in your head that constantly reminds you that you cannot take the risk, that you need to stay safe and secure, and that you are not good enough to achieve that dream that lies in your imagination. It's resistance. Insight number two, resistance and fear. Quote, are you paralyzed by fear? That's a good sign. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember our rule of thumb. The more scared we are of a work or call, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. End quote. So good. Resistance is activated by our fears, and you give it power by giving into your fears. In the 10x rule, Grant Cardone says, quote, Rather than seeing fear as a sign to run, as most other people do, it must become an indicator to go. End quote. I have a question for you. How do you see fear? Do you see your fear as a stop sign in your life, or do you see it as a sign to go? I was taught in the Optimized Coach program to look at our fears as reverse indicators. They're not signs that something is wrong. They are signs that something is right. Your fears are showing you the way. That in order to grow, you must overcome fear by stepping outside your comfort zone. I think that is brilliant and something I reflect on daily. Quote, The amateur believes he must first overcome his fear, then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. He knows that there's no such thing as a fearless warrior or a dread-free artist. End quote. Did you know that Henry Fonda used to throw up before every performance? Even at the age of 75, he was still terrified, but he forced himself to perform. In Overachievement, author John Elliott shares this gem, quote, Butterflies, cotton mouth, and a pounding heart make the finest performers smile. The smile of a person with an ace up their sleeves, end quote. It's time to move out of amateur mode and turn pro by recognizing your fears will always be a part of your life. It's learning to find ways to step into your fears that allow for maximum growth. Insight number three, going pro. Quote, the amateur plays part-time, the professional full-time. The amateur is a weekend warrior. The professional is there seven days a week. The word amateur comes from the Latin root meaning to love. The conventional interpretation is that the amateur pursues his calling out of love, while the pro does it for the money. Not the way I see it. In my view, the amateur does not love the game enough. If he did, he would not pursue it as a sideline, distinct from his real vocation. The professional loves it so much, he dedicates his life to it. He commits full-time. End quote. Ouch. Those are some powerful words. We are all professionals at our jobs, but how can we apply this to life's bigger aspirations? Pressfield shares the qualities of a professional, and here are some of my favorites. 1. Show up every day. 2. 
show up no matter what. Three, committed over the long haul. Four, we accept remuneration for our labor. And five, we don't over-identify with our jobs. It reminds me of the slight edge principle shared by author Jeff Olson. It starts with show up, show up consistently, be prepared for and committed to the long haul, and then finishes with do the things you're committed to doing even when no one else is watching. Let's shine the spotlight on you. How are you showing up each day? How committed are you to the long haul? Are you playing at an amateur level or have you transitioned to playing professional? Insight number four, patience is a virtue. Quote, the professional arms himself with patience, not only to give the stars time to align in his career, but to keep himself from flaming out in each individual work. He knows that any job, whether it's a novel or a kitchen remodel, takes twice as long as he thinks and costs twice as much. He accepts that. He recognizes it as reality. End quote. I believe that is one of the hardest parts of being a professional, learning the fine art of delayed gratification. The great things in life don't happen in an instant, and the professional understands and respects this truth throughout the journey. As Mel Robbins says brilliantly in her great book, The Five-Second Rule, quote, to play any game, you have to start. To win, you'll need to keep going. If you want to make your dreams come true, get ready for the long game, end quote. Here is parallel wisdom from Ryan Holiday in The Ego is the Enemy. Quote, If you want to be more than a flash in the pan, you must be prepared to focus on the long term. We will learn that though we think big, we must act and live small in order to accomplish what we seek. End quote. Let's be willing to play the long game and stop seeking self-promotion and instant results. It's time we put our energy into mastering ourselves through micro-improvements every day. Insight number five, don't take failure personally. Quote, when people say an artist has a thick skin, what they mean is not that the person is dense or numb, but that he has seated professional consciousness in a place other than his personal ego. It takes tremendous strength of character to do this because our deepest instincts run counter to it. Resistance knows this and uses it against us. It uses fear of rejection to paralyze us and prevent us if not from doing our work, then from exposing it to public evaluation, end quote. If you want to move from amateur to professional in the creation of your life, you cannot take rejection personally, because by doing so, you are feeding the resistance. Our critics are not our biggest enemy. The fiercest battle is the one inside your head. We must be cautious to not allow the world's external criticism to poison or influence our internal thinking. Quote, the Bhagavad Gita tells us we have a right only to our labor, not to the fruits of our labor. All the warrior can give is his life. All the athlete can do is leave everything on the field. End quote. That is amazing. All you can do is your best. But even if you give it your best, the results you want may not be guaranteed. That is why it's so important to find joy in the journey. Insight number six, the mystery. Quote, when we sit down day after day and keep grinding, something mysterious starts to happen. A process is set into motion by which, inevitably and infallibly, heaven comes to our aid. Unseen forces enlist in our cause. Serendipity reinforces our purpose. When we sit down each day and do our work, power concentrates on us. 
The muse takes note of our dedication. She approves. We have earned favor in her sight. End quote. In book three, Pressfield refers to the forces in our lives that go beyond resistance. These are the invisible psychic forces that support and sustain us on the journey. He refers to them as muses or angels, but they are truly our allies on this pursuit. Quote, Angels work for God. It's their job to help us, wake us up, bump us along. Kabbalists believe that above every blade of grass is an angel crying, Grow, grow. I'll go further. I believe that above the entire human race is one super angel crying, Evolve, evolve. Angels are like muses. They know stuff we don't. They want to help us. End quote. If you want the support of the angels, you must begin. Once you start, once you truly commit to writing your book or going after your dream, something magical happens. The angels help us give birth to ourselves, to be that person we were born to be. Once we begin, we step out of our own way and permit the angels to start supporting us. We all have these angels, muses or higher forces at work in our lives. You experience this through the ideas and insights that appear while you're in the shower or driving to work. In my personal experience, I don't know if I ever thought of it as a higher force, but there is definitely something to this. Once you start, more and more creative ideas start flowing. It's time to listen to, to that angel's voice. Evolve. Evolve. Insight number seven, the master fear. Quote, these are serious fears but they're not the real fear, not the master fear, the mother of all fears, that's so close to us that even when we verbalize it, we don't believe it. Fear that we will succeed, that we can access the powers we secretly know we possess, that we can become the person we sense in our hearts we truly are, end quote. Pressfield says we are all familiar with the typical fears in life, the fear of death, the fear of failure, fear of poverty, or the fear of rejection but those do not represent the major fear in life. What we fear more than anything in life is discovering that we are more than we think we are. We fear that what we see in our imagination every day and night actually is possible. We fear that we do have the mindset, the persistence, and the grit to discover and reach our full potential. It's a new way of looking at fear, but something that we need to consider. As shocking as this may seem, what may be holding you back is you are afraid you may actually succeed. Insight number eight, life of an artist. Quote, are you born a writer? Were you put on this earth to be a painter, a scientist, an apostle of peace? In the end, the question can only be answered by action. Do it or don't do it. It may help to think of it this way. If you were meant to cure cancer or write a symphony or crack cold fusion and you don't do it, you not only hurt yourself, even destroy yourself. You hurt your children, you hurt me, you hurt the planet. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got. End quote. I love referencing the last paragraph of a book because oftentimes it captures the message of the book so perfectly. This was the last paragraph in the War of Art, and it's so powerful. Remember the line from Abraham Maslow, quote, You either step forward into growth, or you will step back into safety, end quote. I hope the insights shared encourage you to showcase your talents and gifts to this world. I'm on this journey now, 
after many years of wallowing in fear and uncertainty. But I hope to see you on the path someday soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.